Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Listen, however long we want to dedicate to the Jonathan being amazed by boobs section of the podcast, <laughs> I'm, I'm all game. Like. <laughs> Welcome to Behind the Sins, presented by CinemaSins. Welcome to Behind the Sins, a weekly look at everything going on inside the world of CinemaSins. I'm Aaron Dicer, and I'm joined, as always, by Jonathan Watkins. Hello, hello. And Danae Hughes. Playing a video game. We write for CinemaSins and TV Sins and do various other things inside the CinemaSins universe as well. Do you need for us to wait today? Nope. For you to nope. finish or? Nope. Okay. No, it's a mindless game where I'm just matching colors. <laughs> you combine a mindless video game with a mindless podcast recording, you know. It's going to be a good day. Why activate your mind for anything in your life these days, you know, and just leave, leave your mind disactive, right? Isn't that the That's goal? That's right. And plus, you guys don't mind. You're so sweet. Uh, we yes. Try. Well, it's not that we don't mind. I mean, I'm not trying to speak for Jonathan. It's more that there's no point in trying to change it. <laughs> like, you know. Or what can you do? We're all right. apart from each other. It's That's not right. like you can there's reach over can and do. just turn off my computer. Yeah. I can't turn around this this car this very moment if you don't stop. That's you right. know, like I'm not the dad mm-hmm. or anything like that. I don't know. Do your thing. Uh, no. I'm, I'm, I'm putting I will it pull down. over. <laughs> that's true i will i will pull this podcast over young lady how many times have you said that with four kids ever uh, or is that your, i, I no. actually i think jen would say that before you would but yeah no i do remember we definitely had moments in vehicles traveling that is something oh, yeah, that is common yeah. for you know having kids if you're going on vacation or something like that but i was i tried so hard not to use empty threats and a lot of times those those things are empty threats like i would never tell my kids listen we can pull this we can turn this car around right now and go back home i would never say that because it's not happening or that's oh, not man. it's not even <laughs> that a possibility was, that was not an empty threat for my mom i guarantee <laughs> She I bet it was. Me. I bet it was. There's, uh, did you ever know. do it? Did they ever do it? Like you know, that's that's the thing. Like so no, many of those. We shut up. <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> hey, you know, and, and that's the, like you know the practic the practical nature of it. I get. I totally get the parenting thing where it works. So I'm gonna say it. You know. Right. Um, no, I was taking parenting courses. Um, like there's these online parenting tutorials, especially there's this one lady and she's like, you know, how to parent without yelling. And I want mm-hmm. to, I want to embody that not yelling vibe uh, and kind of break a yelling cycle. And so I, I listened to her commentary so I can learn about the triggers f- so I can hopefully teach my daughter how to communicate without mm-hmm. yelling um, and, and to think that that's the best way to you know get what you want or whatever. And I've learned a lot, but one of the first things was make sure that whatever your quote unquote threat is or whatever, it's got to match the moment 
and don't do empty threats. And she gave a lot of examples of empty threats. Like you've got your tickets to go to Florida Mm -hmm. and she's on her phone and you're like, if you don't get off your phone, we're not going to our vacation to Florida. Exactly. Yeah. You have to be willing to follow through on that or it doesn't matter at all. And I didn't realize that that's a, yeah, that's it. It is something easy to kind of go to. Even now, but I try really hard to the, to make sure I ask myself that question. Am I willing to do this and follow through yeah. on what I say? Yeah. That was one of the conversations my wife and I had when we got my daughter a phone and like a computer and stuff. Because we were like, we have to actually be willing to take that stuff away from her. Right. Because mm-hmm. I, I got to tell you, if it's a week where I've got to take my daughter to a bunch of activities and stuff, I want her to have her phone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the thing you don't realize. Like, it's helpful for us, too. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so totally. I got to think of something else to take away from her if she decides to misbehave, well, you know. Well, uh, welcome to Behind the Parenting. Uh, we, we are the, the B team is, hey, is the parenting said they pod. like hearing this stuff. So, yeah. you know. Yeah. And I'm glad for that, too. <laughs> you know, there's a different vibe depending on which cinemasense podcast you know you listen to and certainly yeah. on this one we do talk more about parenting yeah, so. we've all got kids you know like it's a thing you know mm-hmm. maybe barrett should join us every <laughs> once in a while and, and we can talk about parenting chris, chris has got that kid in the closet you know well so, we don't talk I mean, we, we don't we don't talk <laughs> about, about that Sorry. yeah we don't talk about them and if you haven't listened to Sincast, that is definitely a joke <laughs> thanks for clarifying even if you do, yeah <laughs> i, I did joke. not need clarified but <laughs> thank you, <laughs> if you missed, i just want to make sure anybody listening if you missed that episode of Sincast, in I case you thought Chris times. was a psychotic <laughs> yeah. human being. I, I, think, I just want to say. I think that ha- did become a running gag, but I can't remember yeah, for sure. I so was. I just want to clarify it's that. It's funny because there is a reference, a really uncomfortable reference in uh, Indiana Jones, to the, the one we're talking about today, where the, yeah. one of the sins is like, this needs more explanation. Yes. And it, yeah. yeah, so... It's it's not one of those situations. Uh, no, well, no, no, no. Anyway. Well, let's go ahead and get into it. By the way, hope you had a wonderful Christmas. Uh, this yeah. this comes out the last day of the year, or wonderful Friday. <laughs> Correct. Yes. Uh, depending on how you celebrate your holidays, but yeah, just uh, as we're looking forward to what we call the new year, uh, we hope it'll be a fun and amazing one uh, for you. I don't know why I said that though. That sounded so like. No, you're right. You're you're totally right. You know. But people know what you mean. I think so. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Whatever you have uh, celebrated, we are we are glad that uh, we are heading into a new year together. And uh, let's get into the show. Let's do this inside scoop. What's he building in there? I've got a secret. I've got a secret. Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. This is a true story. We're going to take a look at the videos from the week and our process of sending them, how we felt about the show movie in general. Uh, the schmovie. The schmovie. The schmuzic shmoo, video. The schmovic shmoo, video. Visual content. <laughs> there you go. Uh, we are finishing off The Mandalorian with the last three episodes right in a row. Bam, bam, and bam. so we've got the uh, the penulti- penultimate episode in the penultimate episode uh, of season two of The Mandalorian to talk about today. Uh, we'll kick it off with The Tragedy. Uh, this was a Dicer Share script. Barrett and I writing on this one. And uh, this is the episode where uh, Grogu gets kidnapped. And oh, no. uh, E.T. phone. You knew home it was coming. And, yeah. <laughs> and then they take him away. Um, Finally, it arrives. I feel tragedy. like this is the episode that launches the final three episodes into kind of the season finale, you mm-hmm. know, vibe. Like this is where we're like, okay, 
side quests have paused. We're going on, you know, the Grogu kidnapping yeah. journey now for the last three and episodes. You get, uh, you get Boba comes in finally. You know, right. he was teased. Yeah. And then you get the return of Fennec. Mm-hmm. Is it Fennec? I believe so. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, I'm I love I I really like uh, Ming Na Wen, and I'm glad to see that because I mean she was always really good when I watched um, Agents of Shield, but mm-hmm. I just I hated how she was used on that show, and that show wasn't very good. Yeah. Uh, so it's really cool to see her in this role, and I I just got to say, cannot believe she's 57 years old. I want to know what she's doing. <laughs> <laughs> well, she has abs of steel, so it is impressive. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, uh, her and J-Lo are just, uh, you know, they're rocking some sort of workout together. I don't know if you guys remember, but I stopped watching season one of Mandalorian after, like, I think three, yeah. ep- maybe four episodes. Right. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. when we kicked off this new season and we're doing this Insta Sin series, I was, I went back and just sort of did, like, quick catch-me-up mm-hmm. recaps. Um, so I have no memory of this person. <laughs> <laughs> right. And... And because she hasn't really made an appearance in season two until now, I was like, mm-hmm. I'm I'm kind of shrugging like, okay, who's this? You know. Uh, no, I glad, agree. Glad you're it, telling me that she was somebody at some point in time because I definitely wasn't and, remembering. Yeah. As much as we make fun of the previously ons, I appreciate it at this time because I me wouldn't too. remember who she was. <laughs> yeah. She's barely yeah. in that. I mean, she's only in like you don't see her till the end of the episode and then you think she gets killed. and. Mm-hmm. Uh, or maybe she does and I, I whatever but you know and then and then you just see somebody come up and save her which I, i'm really curious if they always planned on that being helm um, yeah. or if that's just something they did and I, they probably did but i don't know you hear these I, weird stories about like people doing cliffhangers and they have no idea what how they're gonna you know resolve it <laughs> oh no as a as a uh, um, dungeon master for a game yeah. i can confirm that is my every week like <laughs> okay i gotta figure out how this is gonna resolve itself um, well, that's like my favorite thing about was it Best of Both Worlds, the Next Generation episode, where you know it ends on the the one of the most famous cliffhangers, where you know Captain Picard is a Borg, yeah, right. and that was the season finale, and they had no clue what they were going to do after that. <laughs> yes, well, yeah. no, I, I remember. I can't remember what show it is. My brain thinks it's a Lindelof show, like uh, not Lost, but like one of the yeah. t- the couple after that. But I, I actually don't know that it is. But I remember a showrunner talking about purposefully writing themselves into corners, like yeah. purposefully, you know, writing them to places they're going to have to get super creative to get out of because that's where some yeah. of the genius comes from and some yeah. fresh ideas can come from that. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely well, something that, that they do. And it's and it's a work thing too because I mean you know your writers are only you know are only hired for that season maybe so right once they're done writing they're not going to write anything else unless you pay them so yeah. it kind of comes down to a uh, but if you watch the second part of Best of Both Worlds you can tell they had no idea what they were going to do <laughs> yeah sometimes it works sometimes yeah. it doesn't uh, excellent. Uh, I, for one, really enjoyed this episode. Uh, in fact, I, uh, I th- I'm i on record, obviously, I was really enjoying this season, and mm-hmm. I think it finishes out it. really strong. As you're hearing this, all of these are available to you. Um, before recording, we just launched yeah. the final episode uh, onto the YouTube <laughs> channel. Um, so that one will have some fun stuff to talk about next week, but uh, let's talk about the videos from this week. Uh, what were some of your favorite sins uh, from this video? Danae, why don't you kick us off? Um, I liked how we continue on with our grogu sinning mm-hmm. but in this case we referenced how we basically saved the sonic movie <laughs> 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 because it's true <laughs> and 
in that case of the Sonic movie, you know, the mm-hmm. the people um, having a voice. But for whatever reason, that just genuinely cracked me up. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you can maybe drop him where he stands, but she's technically already on the ground. So really the best you can do is slump her where she lays. <laughs> just, it's true, though. It's true. It is true. However, the verbiage on that one was just like, you know, it's... Anyway, mm-hmm. slumping somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, you look like you've just seen a ghost, and then pointing out that also that helmets um, would hide completely. Right. Yeah, how do you know the what he expression. looks like? Yeah, no, I would have. Ne- I didn't catch that when watching <laughs> it. You just kind of accept these phrases as right. n- everyday conversation, I, but it literally makes no sense. I yeah. will say though, I don't know, and I don't know. I don't know if it's just we just get that he's probably perturbed, but I mean, but you can actually tell like when you're watching it. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's weird. projection. It's all projection. Yeah. It's, it's got to it, be. It's, it's got to be. But it's it's a it, reminder that we could be wrong when we project yeah, that on sure. him. You know, like that's my number one thing that I find to be most fascinating about this show. And I've talked about it, I think, even just last week. So I won't spend too much time on this again, but just the idea that it literally is our interpretation individually mm-hmm. every single episode of whatever Mandalorian could be possibly. I don't yeah. even know. And we don't even know when he's like when the actor is actually under that helmet. No. So it's not it's definitely not the performance. Yeah. It's no. just, yeah. 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 So um, those are the ones I pointed out. I think it, maybe I had one more. Oh, um, the abs of steel for yeah. Boba Fett. And Cracked this is, um, yeah, that was hilarious. This is Hugh Sheriff. I don't know if you said that or not. I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, he did. Oh, no, it's, he did. It's, Never it's mind. Dicer Ignore Share. me. Dicer Share, but yeah. Oh, is Dicer, it Dicer yeah. Share? Yeah, this was, <laughs> this was me and Barrett, yeah. But Danae shattered it because yeah. this was one of the first ones. I. This is the only one, I think, that I haven't been involved. Maybe it's the first one in a while I haven't been involved with on any level because I remember watching the video today and I was like, I have not seen this. <laughs> uh, that abs of steel um, line was a combo, which is always interesting when that happens because uh, mm-hmm. uh, I think Barrett's sin was just abs of steel, which is hilarious. And yes. then my sin was you named your metal parts Boba Fett, um, which you know just is like misunderstanding what the, the saying was. So we just yeah. kind of combined it. You named your abs of steel Boba Fett um, to nice. get them both in. So yeah, yeah. that's nice. great. Yeah. What about you, Jonathan? Um, uh, when do we actually reach the limit? Is it soon? <laughs> I, made me laugh. I always thought bounty hunters would be a lot savvier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then the whole like, oh, the Benny Hill music, which I don't know what oh that's actually God. called. Yakety so Yakety Sax yes, is you. the name thank of the you. song. Yeah. Uh, playing that over the stormtroopers was amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then um, I loved the no service like fan service jingle mm-hmm. very yeah. much. <laughs> and then I did want to mention on the outtakes, I love the Stripes outtake, mainly because that is one of my wife's all-time favorite scenes in a movie. So it was just really nice seeing that. Even though I know Barrett or you didn't know that, but it was still just kind of, I was like, I showed her. I was like, hey, check this out. <laughs> that's always fun. Yeah. Uh, I also wanted to mention, well, that's definitely the correct Applebee's. Uh, that that oh, made me giggle so <laughs> quite a bit. Uh, the uh, the Boba Fett rhyming, uh, finishing mm-hmm. with when he plays his guitar for you, does he use all the Boba frets? Uh, <laughs> made me laugh. And then uh, the dim droids. I had to mention the dim droids. Yeah, which um, it's really once again mentioning that I that I didn't I hadn't worked on this one. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that 
we eventually call back. To, I didn't get that. I didn't know that's what that was. Ah, yes. Which yes. I guess that's a. I guess that's next week, right? I, I think it's no, fine. It's, it's, it's fine. fine. Yeah, it's fine. coming up soon. But again, it'll be out by the time people have uh, are hearing the this. The anyway. come back. They do. <laughs> yes, they do. Dim droids persistently come back. It's just something <laughs> that happens. All right, let's move on to uh, Mandalorian The Believer, where we finally see Mando's face um, for the I'm first time. I'm a believer. Time. Sorry. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then we saw his face. <laughs> the title, oh, Believer. You know, He's I didn't even mustache. think about that when I said that. That's hilarious. <laughs> I think I did that in the... Um, the description for the video on YouTube. <laughs> Which, by the way, I can't wait to talk about this, but there's an upcoming video. It'll be out like in a, like, I actually, I think it's coming out this week and we'll talk about it next week, but uh, I guess I'll talk about it more then. But Aaron in a note said, nice on a, on a pun I made that I didn't realize I had made. <laughs> <laughs> Good, I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. Uh, what about this one? Um, I don't know if there's anything specifically to talk about this episode. I, other I wrote than... on this one, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. This is a Cher Watkins script. What okay. day is it? <laughs> uh, yeah. It, Bill Burr. Bill Burr's back. Bill Burr is back. I, I actually love him in this episode. I do too. I'm pretty much like, a Bill Burr fan. I, I, I like yeah, the guy. I, I'm, I'm excited. I just, I yeah, I, I I never would have thought. I mean, I've been watching his stand up for a while, but I over the last years or so, just the stuff he's been popping up in, he's been great. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I agree. I I mean, I understand. I watched this one and I was confused as to why he was important. And we and then watching the sins video, it's pointed out again. I guess I just don't understand. I guess because he used to be a stormtrooper, maybe he has like some inside. Oh, you're saying you didn't understand why the character was important to this story? Yeah. yeah. Oh. He's really not. He's really okay. not. They were just bringing him back. Yeah, they're just bringing just... him back because they like him. Yeah, yeah. It, it felt like that. It felt like um, a show that has a, a cameo just to have a cameo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't think it suffered because of it, but uh, I don't know. It wasn't. It wasn't my favorite episode because I really. I don't know what what happened it, no, this I episode agree. that was really powerful. It does feel a little bit like filler. It really does. Yeah. 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 It might have been my least favorite episode of the season. With that being said, I mean I've I've enjoyed every episode for the most part. So right. Yeah. I, I mean, it is a, the things that Bill Burr and Mando talk about, and the realization in him coming to the understanding of having to break his long-held like core beliefs that's true because that's of true. what he feels is right like right. that like that part of it makes it a good episode for me even though I, like the progress of the episode and the plot well, doesn't really matter that much been, i mean i hadn't I, I i i didn't go back and rewatch the episode from the first season he was on but the thing that kind of bugged me and we talk about it a little bit when he shows a little bit of concern for uh grogu but i had a couple other things in there i took out because he was pissed at me. Like he did not like Mando at all. Yeah. Like from right. the get go. And then Mando gets him incarcerated. Mm-hmm. So right. the, I, and I guess he was just glad to be out. He was curious what was going on and stuff. But I, some of that just, it felt it was rushed because they had other things to do. Mm-hmm. So they were just, they were just like, you know what? We're just going to have them get along. It is, it is interesting to point out that if there was a character to talk to Mando about, breaking tradition or breaking mm-hmm. the rules that you are raised around to find your individuality in the moments that matter coming from a stormtrooper that is a pretty powerful thing i i guess maybe i missed that because i was so wrapped up in the adventure i mean it, it, it should be very significant that he shows his face um 
It is. And I guess it's a I was, and, I, and yeah. I was really shocked by that. But what was distracting to me is like, how did his face work on this machine? I was thinking about <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, it's dumb. More than I was thinking about what he was well, doing to show his face. Mm-hmm. Barrett and I, I said something to Barrett. I was like, I have a feeling that this is going to come back. Like, we're going to find out something about Mando that that scene makes sense. Oh, interesting. Right. That's just a huh. theory. I mean, I, and it, yeah. but it could very well just be, we need this to work. So this is what we're going to do. I hope so not. I could be wrong. But I, I mean, hope not. Regardless, in this moment, it was we had to send it. Yeah. Well, you know, and and now that the series is over and, you know, spoiler alert, um, he's the king of the Mandalorians now. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, which, there's a. <laughs> which have you seen Chronicles of Riddick? Yeah. Aaron? Yeah. That felt very that that's like the one really cool thing about Chronicles of Riddick is the end where mm-hmm. whether or not Vin Diesel wants to, he kind of becomes like the king. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Although they kind of they decide to retcon that in the next one. But um I just I, and I so love that. And that's what this reminded me of. That's all I was gonna say. There will be more. You're right. And maybe there I, I do hope that they kind of like put a little bit of a wink back to that moment yeah. of his face being scanned. Yeah. But I, I and we'll it's send also, it again, by the way. <laughs> it's also interesting because he revealed it to another person. And the moment whenever, again, spoiler alert for the finale, um, he reveals his face in the, fi- in the in the finale. Like that moment was to me really powerful. It was, yeah, very. Did this, did this steal away from that moment a little know. bit? And I, I can't decide if it did or not. It kind of. I think you kind of need this moment to get to that moment. I, I think. I think yeah. also he's he's definitely showing in that moment in this episode that Grogu means more to him than yeah. Because he know, shows because it in the front first, of everyone. The first moment, the first moment is necessity. The second moment right. isn't necessity; it's emotion. Right, it's a the, choice. Right, that's the, true. So the, the the necessity moment had to come first for us to believe yeah, how hard yeah. this really was for him. But in order to get Grogu back, he but, had to do it. So it was necessity. But they are going to have to figure out. I mean, I I don't know what they're going to do moving forward. But I feel like either moving forward, they that has to become more common or he just needs to keep that helmet on because eventually it's going to be like, why does Batman keep taking his mask off in front of <laughs> Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. One of sure. those kind of things. Yeah. Anyway, um, I, I didn't mind the episode overall, but it was one where I was like, huh, that's interesting. I wonder what, I, how, let's, sure, wrap, yeah. let's wrap this up. <laughs> uh, what about the video, Danae? What are some of the things from the video? Uh, talking about Boba Fett getting a glow up cracked me up. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly because I don't usually think about you guys knowing about glow ups, but also, um, what an interesting thing to point out about the armor having gotten some seriously sweet treatment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's again, something I didn't notice. I also didn't notice the, the ro- rocket being replaced on his back. I thought that was a really that's, smart thing that's to point driving, out. That drove me crazy in, uh, I couldn't figure that out in the in the uh, Raylan Givens episode. That's not his name. I can't think of the character's name, but the Timothy Olyphant episode, which mm-hmm. we did send, we kind of send that then too. I think. Yeah. Um, the uh, I don't know how you people wear those things. That's racist. And then by you people, I mean Mandalorians. And saying still racist <laughs> was just a funny play so on good. that sin. Um, the manscaping the lip rug was disturbing and wonderfully pointed mm-hmm. out. Uh, and then letting your enemies know you're coming for them, cliche. I really enjoyed. Yeah, that. I mean, you basically just like went through the exact ones that I had uh, noted as well. Um, especially the mustache. <laughs> well, especially that mustache one. 
I like I, it, the idea of that he has a mustache under a helmet he never takes off is just when you start to think about it the most the weirdest thing ever like yeah why would you ever shave and if you did why would you leave a mustache like yeah there's something very narcissistic about that right if you are manscaping your face and you're the only one that ever sees your face it's like uh i think i look good in a mustache like you know it's it's a very it's self, just for you it's just, it's just for, you, for you which is and how it should okay. be honestly yeah. that's absolutely how it should be but it's not it's just not necessarily how we think of things uh yeah i thought that was brilliant i thought that was really good the only one that you didn't mention that i did have down was i just realized they've been spelling star trek wrong this whole time Thank which <laughs> for whatever reason just made me laugh quite a bit well, i love that we had we had made a couple of sins about the star wars like i think in the last one was something like really mm-hmm. this is star wars and so i was yeah. just trying to think of i don't know that just had to play on that no no, no it was great too. i really really yeah. loved it what other ones did you want to mention jonathan uh the only other one i'll mention is the pointing out that the why would a vehicle have wheels in this universe such an important distinction especially yeah. if you're especially if you're transporting um, right yeah 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 i will because i because i didn't use a comment from this because i was saying i made a joke that i didn't look at the star wars comments but this is the only one i wrote on this week so i decided to do it and i regretted it like immediately <laughs> so a couple things i know they're not pirates that was the whole point of the goddamn sin was that they're oh, not I love pirates, this. this is the jonathan get, gets defensive section of the podcast but they I love get it. called pirates by characters <laughs> Yes, they it's are. Like, it's like it's like we're sitting exactly what you're complaining about. I got it, and it's crazy. Yeah. What was yeah. the? Uh, we had somebody. We had somebody mention the. Um, what were we just talking about? The uh, the mustache. Oh no, the Boba Fett. They were oh. like, well, of course he painted it. Why? I mean, what? I mean, what's the sin? He painted it. <laughs> he painted it, you guys. <laughs> it's that it's that special dent removal paint, you know, that yeah. uh, takes gashes out of metal. And, it does. Uh, it does remind you, like we we really have no concept. Of how many weeks pass between episode yeah. to episode. Yeah. And, you, and yeah. not to sit on the show. Yeah. No concept of time. And then somebody else mentioned that they didn't think Miggs was afraid he'd get recognized. He was afraid that the guy would kill him. Uh, he actually says specifically that he doesn't want to get recognized. So <laughs> I felt pretty confident about that one. Feel good. Feel good about my defense on that one. Uh, very well done. Uh, I am so loving these Mandalorians. I'm kind of sad that we only have one more to go, but boy, is it a doozy, and we will talk but about we might, it next we week. We might have a fun Instasin around the corner. Hey, you, never you know, know, listen, we're loving Instasin and stuff, so yeah, there might there might be and a... Disney Plus is determined to keep us in business. They so. sure are. They sure are. Let's move on to music video sins. Oh, Santa uh, is the name of the song. Oh, how did those breasts stay like that? Is what this song should have been called. Uh, it is a uh, primarily Tape, a Mariah Carey uh, song. Man, they were like perfect circles. Like, I'm, it, it was impressive. Whatever was going on there. Listen, was however long we want to dedicate to the Jonathan being amazed by boobs section of the podcast, I'm, I'm all game. Like, <laughs> guys, they were like globes. Have you ever seen these things? They're amazing. Mariah Carey is a beautiful woman. Boobs. Uh, Mariah Carey is the, at the center. And then uh, you've got Jennifer Hudson and Ariana Grande joining her on this song as well. And so, yeah, let's. Uh, Talk a little bit about the the song itself. It's let's start off with what Baird had to say about it. Sure, he yeah. said, yes. Mando is rad and Santa is bad. That's it. <laughs> that's that's oh, all oh, he wait. had to say. Mando is rad. Oh, Santa is bad. That's that was his whole yeah. comment for this week. Show. Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. 
Uh, yeah, I did not. I did not help him with this one. So, but I, I do remember at one point he said something about like he was he was trying to find stuff to send except for boobs. But you know, it's okay to just send boobs, is what he said. So, yeah, that's in about the. Cl- uh, I at this point, I wonder um, where I clinically wonder where kind of infrastructure they have yeah. in Mariah's outfit to keep her boobs from coming completely unleashed. Like, is there a rebar under there? <laughs> Steel mesh. Well, what, what kind of tape are you talking about? Because I don't, I don't Boop think tape, like man. a little scotch tape's gonna. It's gonna powerful help. stuff. Okay, yeah, I've heard it really hurts coming off. I've yeah, I can't even it. imagine. You're talking about the double sided skin tape kind of uh, idea. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I'm yeah. sure that's yeah. what Yeah, they the the bodice is designed to press them into mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. the round shape, and then they are stuck in place with tape. And yeah. also a lot of surgery. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I don't know that I like Mariah's. I, I, my wife's a huge Mariah fan, so I've listened to a lot of her music. I don't. I don't. I'm not a huge Christmas music fan, though. Just in general, I don't. I, just, I don't have anything against it. It just yeah. never really appeals to me. So this right. kind of fell. And this definitely wasn't anywhere near. I mean, if I'm gonna pick a Christmas song, I mean, um, you know, uh, God, what is that song called that she did? That's like the most popular one now. All I want for Christmas. Yeah, all I yeah. want for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean that—that's a fun one, I guess. Uh, it in this—it's in this is nowhere near that level, in my opinion. It takes time, but you I know, like all three people involved. It's hard to know with uh, Christmas yeah. songs, yeah, because uh, it takes years, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, it's just a staple, and you know, that's—it's just weird and how that happens. I feel like I hadn't seen Jennifer Hudson in a while, so that was cool to see her on a track. And yeah, it's um, great. I love her. Yeah, and I love her. She's to always death. been one of my favorite. When I watched American Idol, she's always been one of my favorite American Idol contestants. Yeah. Um. And uh. And then obviously Ariana, love her. But uh. Yeah, I don't know. This song just didn't really. I don't know. Just didn't really do it for me. Yeah. Yeah. We can go into the the sins themselves. Um. I'm. I loved the uh. Look, if there's a way to magically point and Jennifer Hudson would materialize into your room, don't you think I would have cracked that code by now? <laughs> <laughs> that one really made me laugh. Uh. Is it a Snowpiercer like engine that if it stops, we yeah. all freeze and die? Uh. Just the rant about the clock. Uh. Was so good. Uh. Cool. It's that time in the song where all three of them just make nonsensical noises and try to outsing each other. <laughs> I love that part. I thought we were past this after the Great Lady Marmalade experiment of twenty uh, two thousand and one. Uh, mm-hmm. I thought that was great. Uh, what about you, Jonathan? Um. Well, going off that clock thing, I just loved the way Parrot yeah. said, "Do not take a step backward with that ponytail." Like the way he said it was hilarious. <laughs> um. Stalking. Just the very simple <laughs> stalking. Mm-hmm was very funny well and that's the thing right because the and when you think about this song and i think he even makes a sin later about like you know this this poor elf over here is just trying to get his job done while all these other elves are listening to the song about a man that may or may not get secretly kidnapped mm-hmm. uh because that is kind of what the song's about which is really weird yeah um i could probably use this later tonight was really funny <laughs> He's so horny all the time. <laughs> yes, he's, yeah. just, he's our horniest narrator, hands down. Mm-hmm, for yes. sure. Uh, narrator, quote unquote. He's the horniest, yeah. quote unquote, narrator. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. sure. It's, it's, sure, it's, yes, it's, exactly. It's all fictional. <laughs> well, I guess uh, if you're watching a whole bunch of music videos all the time, it makes sense that the this narrator would be the horniest on the team. Dude, did you re- and then did you really need to use four boxes for Ari's reveal? I thought it was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. What about you, Danae? Um, you mentioned the clock, but the, the previous clock one where he kind of goes off on the magic mystery clock, mm-hmm. uh, how it works and everything. And you mentioned Snowpiercer, that whole one was just, 
to starting off with how the gears are turning, um, like this is how I get into a crazy sin. It's like, look at all these gears. And then of course you can't stop looking at it afterwards. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So that was fun. Yeah. Uh, Ariane's lip gloss becoming so shiny is frequently used to flag down airplanes and hazardous conditions. I enjoyed. Um, and then, um, oh no, Mariah's got the mic off the stand. Um, mm-hmm. You know what this is about, uh, which you already kind of mentioned. So <laughs> you guys yep. literally mentioned almost everyone that I like. Nice. So. Well, we can move into uh, CinemaSins then. Uh, let's, let's we'll start it off with uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. This was the OGs, Atkinson Scott. Jeremy and Chris uh, taking on one of the OG movies, Raiders, one of the favorites of many, many people. Um, so, of course, there are many of the how dare you comments, and we totally understand. Uh, sure. But there's also the ones that are like, thank you for doing this, like where you're honoring the movie, but you're also sending it. Um that, well, I, like and, I mean, and, and I know this is, I mean, Chris loves this movie. I, I think Jeremy does too. Um, he didn't really give an indication of his love of it in his comments on the movie. Mm-hmm. I guess we can start there. Sure. He yeah, says, I don't know. Uh, Jeremy says Raiders is great, but turns out it has flaws like icky relationship age differences, booby traps that make no sense. And Indy's buddy being allowed to wander free amongst the Nazi camp for roughly 20 minutes of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then Chris said Raiders is for me, the best Indiana's Jones movies. I know a lot of people hold last crusade in high regard, but Raiders is my yeah, favorite. I didn't know when he said that I was like, really? Yeah, I think maybe just people, said. I know I do. I, uh, last crusade no, is no, my I favorite. Like, and... I like last crusade, but I mean, this is one where I didn't, I thought consensus, you know, Raiders was pretty much what consensually is considered the best one. My instinct is that Raiders is a critical consensus, best of the three, and that uh, Last Crusade is more of a fan consensus, like most fun of the three. Um, mm-hmm. So that's my Sorry instinct. To I don't, you, Janae. I, I oh, don't know. that's okay. You technically just interrupted Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he goes on to say, sending a movie like this means two things. You're going to enjoy the job because the movie is great, but you're also slightly going to hate yourself for sending a classic. All that said, it was surprisingly easy to write sins for this. I super enjoyed deconstructing the entire opening sequence with a series of traps that protect the idol leading up to the whole boulder sequence that an ancient people had the ability to set up motion sensor technology and a process that makes the traps go back into place after they get used. One of my favorite sins to write was pointing out the all-time blunder where Indy pushes a heavy stone and we can see the shadow of it bounce. A movie mistake that has been pointed out millions of times, but now with our shot at pointing it out, we take a self-aware and trolley approach where it's like, yeah, we know that's there. We don't have to point it out, but here it is because you want it and it can't be complete without it. Yeah. The uh, machinations of the arc are also pretty mindless. This is apparently a weapon that was used in biblical times as long as you don't look at the angel who turns into a demon for no reason. If you do that, you're spared. Uh, Indy even comes up with this defense out of nowhere when he and Marion are tied up. Absolutely nothing told him to do that, but it was uh, the right choice. I also loved pointing out that they had no chance of getting off that island once the archangels killed everybody. Not the archangels, the arcs. angels. (laughs) angels <laughs> <laughs> two different things two Yo. different things um they got there by submarine i guess we're supposed to believe uh there were some germans left over who would gladly take them wherever they needed to go or they sneaked on the boat or Andy knows how to command a submarine all by himself i uh, it's cell phones they had cell phones you know i'm oh, sure that yeah makes sense. It, chris just forgets about, about you know cell phones <laughs> <laughs> little mm-hmm. gps never hurt anyone 
Uh, yeah, I listen. I don't have much to say about this movie that hasn't already been said. Uh, the Indiana Jones movies are so much fun. Uh, like I said, I like The Last Crusade best, but uh, Raiders is a very wow. close second. Um, and and yeah, it's 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 good stuff. This is a That's really cool. fun movie. Yeah, I just I don't know. I mean, um, this is my favorite of the series by far. I like Last Crusade a lot. I love I love I love Temple of Doom. Um, but uh, but I I just prefer this one for a lot. This is probably. This this would probably be like in my top twenty five of all time. I think. I think I watched Last Crusade first, so that might be part of I it too. I get that. I get that too. No, I saw this in the theater. My mom took me to see this. I was five. Um, I still remember. I, and that's one of the first movies I really remember seeing. Um, I remember the the monkey dying really mm-hmm. upset me. Yeah. Um, and I also I'm almost positive my fear of spiders and snakes. Uh, sure. came, came from this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, damn. Uh, yeah. But I really enjoyed it. I can still, like, you know, just that opening scene. And, I, and I, I've and i always, I really like these quest quest stories. Yeah. They don't always, because I even like a lot of the, Ra- there was a lot of Raiders knockoffs. Um, I mean, I guess like even Romancing the Stone. I was just going to say Romancing the Stone, yeah. Which that's, that's a great example. But there were a lot of like cheap knockoffs that I, even to this day, I still enjoy watching just because I like this. Like you got to go find the stone tomb or, raider or yeah. you know like there's always gonna I do be not the, like tomb raider <laughs> of the archaeology the new one wasn't that bad did you hate the new one? Oh no 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 i did i, I apologize i no i actually quite like the new one yeah um i didn't like the the uh, angelina jolie ones yeah i didn't yeah. like either one which we send both of those we did uh, indeed <laughs> so those are pretty recent i've watched no uh but i do i like the quest i like the puzzles and ha- the mysteries yeah. and you know, you got to go find this amulet or whatever. Even like, you know, even like the, even though I don't really care for the movies, like the Da Vinci Code and stuff are kind of in that same. Mm. National you know, Treasure. Re- yeah. Yeah. National Treasure. Yeah. But anyways, no, I love this movie. It's great. Um, yeah. But I don't know what to say that millions of other people have already said before. Very me. curious, uh, Danae, what your experience with the Indiana Jones movies is. So I think, so, so we were not movie theater people. We yeah. were, we were watched on television when it comes to television people. Right. So I don't remember when I watched this. For this the was first on television time. a lot. And that's the thing. I mean, that's where that's I saw I it too. So I think yeah. whenever I saw it was on television. Um, but my parents would not really let us watch stuff like this until, unless they had seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, or if I was watching it, I was of an age where they could kind of tell when things are going to get intense and they would tell us, look away. And so, um, I only remember uh, parts of this one. It's now just part of culture so much. I don't remember what I've seen sure. and what I've not seen. Um, but watching the Sins video was the first time I watched the face melt. Because oh. I've, every time oh, I've ever been, I just always look away. Like I was told when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. So it's one of those weird things where I'm like, oh, that's terrifying. And also... Like candle waxy, and now it's more. I think about the show uh, Face Off, you know, where they're going yeah. into the sci-fi makeup of it all. Um, just curious how they would have created that. Um, well, and more yeah, and it's a, from I was a say, it's perspective. A, that's a practical effect too, because it's right. 1981. So I mean, and I, that makes it so much creepier. I, I, I think now they would just, you know, they would just CGI it, and it would, it would probably still be weird but they i don't think it would never do that though effective they would never do that in a modern pg-13 movie like you know what i mean like they would pg by the way no i know that's what i'm saying like it's but like i just i think it would be be pg-13 now yeah it would be a different version of that where 
you know? Yeah. Because yeah. you think it's like that. There was a lot of face stuff going on back then because you also had like the in Poltergeist, the guy, mm-hmm. uh, his face rots away from the maggots. And yeah. Well, yeah. I was, it kind of it was traumatic. I remember the first time Beetle I saw it, I was juice? like, mm-hmm. A little bit of Beetlejuicy, you know, where it's a little claymation yeah, looking, yeah. you know, where Beetlejuicy, gross, yeah, gross. But anyway, I, I, um, watching the Sins video, I was like, oh, look how young, um, our lead is, and I, I don't know, it just made me smile, but I don't know why, because I don't remember much of it. So yeah, cool. Anyway, yep. Well, um, let's get into the uh, the Sins themselves. Um, <laughs> who wants to start us off? I will. Okay. Uh, the completely illegible map is completely illegible, yeah. and then pointing out that it was a McDonald's napkin. <laughs> <laughs> what a terrible map! Truly. Yeah. Um, all the booby trap stuff. I super enjoyed that. Uh, the not drawing on your eyelids sin mm-hmm. that if you put that oblique into your eyes, also love notes on your eyes. Also, I also who wrote that on the eyes was really hilarious. I see. I don't remember any of that from the movie did you see in the comments someone someone was like people who wear eyeliner and then it gave like the like the questioning (laughs) face or whatever (laughs) 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 no i didn't get that but it's one of those where if i had seen the script i would have said um let's use eyeliner instead of mascara yeah but it's interesting when i and when i got older and watched this i didn't realize like how much of a like uh like I don't, he, I don't know. I guess because Bond like was always throb? kind of the stereotypical like ladies' mm-hmm. man. Yeah. yeah, but they really went overboard to make like Indiana Jones fuckable. Well, and it's uh, a in very, this first movie. That is a very popular trope too of the uh, hot professor that yeah. you know all the girls mm-hmm. want. You know, because you know the idea you get but to an college. Archaeology and, professor. Yeah, like, I'm just, that. I'm just saying. You know, the trope is there. That's <laughs> like, all I'm saying. Ooh, he's talking about rocks. <laughs> I am turned on. Bones, bones. Will, it's the bones. Bones. <laughs> One of my very good friends, Jennifer, is an archaeologist, and so she would be like, "Uh, yeah, I would." Fair <laughs> enough. That's right. Fair enough. <laughs> Um, the, uh, the, the mention of, I was a child and I was in love and you were wrong. Uh, this needs a lot more explanation yeah. than it gets just, which whoa. is none. It doesn't that's give me a cool friend that's an archeologist, by the way, to go back to that. That's neat. Oh my God. So she's in my D and D campaign and yeah. she, it's, she plays the most fast. She plays the game in a very fascinating way because she approaches things from her uh-huh. brain and like her mm-hmm. style. Yeah. She's an archeologist. That's and, so cool. Uh, so there's there's entire weeks at a time where she's literally out in the field doing dig work and stuff. That's awesome. She's she's pretty cool. Um. Anyway, the never ending snake brigade down in the room that's been sealed for a thousand years. <laughs> right? There must be so much food and oxygen down there, and it's only natural that snakes are crawling all over each other to get their share of plentiful resources that must be right. down there. <laughs> I just the as that sin just kept going on, I was like, oh my god. <laughs> Uh, it really helped to make that terrifying moment hilarious. And I think that's one of the reasons I love that one so much because mm-hmm. that is one of the things I do remember watching and being oh, horrified by. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the sin about the dude has a lit torch between his chin and shoulder while he's rope climbing. And if the movie isn't going to act like it's cool, at least I will. I mean, it's impossible too, which is why I'm sending it, but it's still cool. Yeah. <laughs> so those were some of the ones I pointed out. That- that snake scene's interesting because it's so well done. But the one thing about the sequels, at least, I, well, no, even in the even in the later one, they did it with the ants. They always tried to like recapture that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they didn't just leave it alone. Yeah, you know. But anyways, 
Jonathan, what about you? What were some of that uh, you um, had? I was really up? happy they took. I'm not surprised they did, but I was really happy they took sins off for that stunt scene. Cause yeah, that is. I even think to this day, as many great stunt scenes that we've seen, I, that's still one of that might be my favorite. Well, there's the. It's interesting it's, because I just watched Stagecoach, uh, which is 1939. Yeah, yeah, John yeah. Wayne. I've seen like, it's yeah. said to pretty much have in, invented the American Western. Yeah. And uh, and so I watched it because it was a classic. And there is a chase scene in that with some stunts where I'm just like people had to die like you know that's the yeah, thing about you watch yeah, some of those sure. movies from the 30s and you're just like there's one and this reminded me of it in that scene because indy goes under the you know whatever it is that he's under and he kind of goes out the back yeah. there's a scene in stagecoach where somebody falls between the horses and there's like mm-hmm. you know four sets of horses and the horses go right over him, and then the stagecoach goes right over him. And you can tell at the end it's a real person because of the way they're moving, and they stand yep. up. And, of course, it's all practical. Then. And I'm just like, that person could have died in five different ways Like that did that stunt. <laughs> That's crazy. It's like, that would be illegal now to have a stunt person do that kind of thing. But they'd have to figure out a you know a fancy way yeah. to do it. I mean, they still they still set themselves on fire and stuff, though. Yeah. They still do yeah. a lot of they still do a lot of crazy stuff. Uh, yeah, because that was the one thing when Jackie Chan came over here, he didn't like as much because they wouldn't let him do as right. They wouldn't let him do as much. It's stuff. another great example. Yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, that's just always that scene. I mean, I remember as a kid, that scene just excited me so much because it was just so cool. Just him going under the car, coming back. You know, mm-hmm. it was just just everything about that. And it's so well shot. Yeah. Um, I did not know that Spielberg was paying homage to to stunt people, though. So that was an interesting thing that yeah. I've never heard before. Yeah. Uh, so that's what got. And we also took sins off for the amazing scene, the the great scene where he pulls the gun on the. Mm-hmm. on yeah. the guy which is just that that's but i like how so that awesome. sin was given off yeah. where it's like we all know at this point in time mm-hmm. that that was an improv situation we all know it's epic let's yeah. not mm-hmm. we don't have to talk about it we can just give it a sin off and that's move so on cool. yeah. um and then uh someone saw the brady bunch hawaiian two-part special thought that was really <laughs> funny yeah. Um, they did not factor in the speed of a man as he runs across the poison dart lobby. <laughs> I loved that one. <laughs> I don't know how to not mention all these blowers and no one was able to land a climax. I mean, a kill shot. Oh, and the hand jobbers. I mean, archers are terrible too. Yeah. Um, that was very derude of uh-huh. that sandstorm. Uh, oh, and did we talk about this needs a lot more explaining than it gets? I yes. know Danae. Yeah, yeah. Danae oh, mentioned that. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I no, missed okay. that. No, somehow. you're good. It, it was, is so cynical. We should mention it as much as, as we much possibly as possible. Yeah. It is. It's weird. I never. And that's one. Like that's one thing I love about these. I love working on these movies. I didn't work on this one, but I watching it or working on the movies that I love. I find a lot of fun because you do. Do you catch these things that you're just like, that's so weird. And I'm sure they meant nothing by it. You know, I'm sure it was just one of those things. Just nobody thought about it, right? Um, well, okay. I, I also I do think it's a cultural thing. I think saying, it's a time I thing. I, I think yeah. you know the. I don't think she means well, she was an actual child. child. I think she, no, I think I she means she was very young. But yes. yeah, but, but it deserves. Like, but how young is she? But how? But I mean, how long ago? But was for that? her to how say, old is she supposed was, to be right then? Right. Yeah. 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 It does need more explanation, although it needs more explanation in 2020. And did it then? Probably not. I yeah. think people would yeah. just make assumptions that. No. Maybe she was a teenager or something. Yeah, she's I don't like know. eighteen yeah. or something. And I don't yeah. know how much. Like I don't know how different they're supposed to be in age. Like you know. Yeah. So it could have just been like he. Yeah. Like he broke her heart. She was like yeah. eighteen and he was mm-hmm. twenty one or whatever. They were both legal. That's what we're hoping for. <laughs> yeah. And they're just yeah. saying that they're very childish. I definitely childish. don't take it that she actually meant she was a like was a child. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, let's hope so. Um, and then. Uh, and then just the, well, I won't be needing this anymore. Those always just <laughs> yeah. absolutely kill me. Nice. Yeah. 
Me too. Uh, the running gag of the different movies that Alfred Molina uh, has been in. Magnolia's yes. Alfred Molina, etc. Uh, really enjoyed yes. that. Uh, honestly, if avoiding these brown vagina tiles is all it takes to not trigger the booty <laughs> trap, then this all seems pretty easy. Uh, so true. So true. Uh, gun, whip, leather jacket. He's all packed. Let's go to the airport. Let's go right now. This <laughs> 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 just so well written. I like that very much. Uh, and then uh, the damsel in distress I had to mention. Obviously, yes. I'm going to love that. Uh, never set living snakes on fire. That's one of my life rules. Uh, made me laugh. Um, I don't mean to sin fun, but I just sin fun. And the way Jeremy says it is just like he's so disappointed in himself, and it just made me laugh quite a bit. Uh, Indiana Jones now knows there's proof of God. I mean, yeah. he won't be able to make anyone believe him, but it's a bit surprising he doesn't change his life in a meaningful way. What a great and interesting thing to think mm -hmm. about. Like, he now has, yeah. you know, firsthand proof of the supernatural, and yet... It doesn't. It's not something that is at least indicated to have you know well, messed with his worldview in any way. T Temple of Doom, I think, takes place before this. Correct. Doesn't he? Correct. Doesn't he already? Doesn't he? Isn't there some supernatural in that too? Oh yeah. Oh, There's yeah. like eat. I remember that one, like eating hearts and stuff. Yeah, I mean, but I yeah, they eat monkey brains. But I, is there yeah. anything in that? Any that's like definitive proof of the supernatural? That's what I'm trying to remember. It's been a while. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's got the thing where you know they go in. I thought they they go in and like pull out somebody's heart. Yeah, but I guess yeah. that's not but supernatural. But there's trance stuff too. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't remember specifically. It's very voodoo-y. Yeah, versus but not, yes. I don't think it's as as obvious as this is. Um, no. with that kind of stuff. So, and then yeah. Last Crusade, he goes and gets you know the Grail, but that's obviously after this. So. Right. Right. Yeah, no, I really liked it. I thought it was amazing. Uh, as I did think about the other one as well, The Grinch. Uh, this is such a fun video. This was an Atkinson Hughes script. Chris and Danae writing on this one. Oh, you um, meant the video was fun. I was very confused for a second. Okay, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Uh, did, you know. Did Chris have any words on The Grinch? Yeah. He said the animated Grinch movie is pretty terrible. I was under the impression before this movie came out that it was a prequel of some sort. But no, it's just an extended Grinch story with some changes here and there. My favorite thing to pick on was how Grinch lives in this multi-story mountain home with multiple heavy pieces of furniture all around. How any of that got up to the mountain is a mystery. Um, it's not supposed to be anything you should be concerned about, but welcome to CinemaSins. The subplot involves the reindeer Fred was a total the subplot involving the reindeer fred was a total waste of time it made no sense at all grinch wants a reindeer so he finds a herd of them and nearly all of them get scared off by an asshole goat a heavy reindeer named fred is all that's left he seems pretty excited to go home with grinch despite the fact that later we find out he's got a wife and a kid he really loves and why did he go back to the grinch's mountain if that's the case all of that happens just so the movie can get the Grinch's dog, Max, pulling the sleigh like the classic cartoon did. And of course, Fred shows up in an ex machina fashion after being removed from the story. I'm also super cynical about the Whoville depicted in this movie. In the original, it makes some certain sense that the Whos don't need presents to celebrate Christmas. In this movie, the Whos are Hooers about Christmas. It is impossible that this Whoville wouldn't um, have multiple people screaming about their presents being stolen. And the whole idea that they have zero curiosity about who could have robbed the whole town in one night just goes against basic common sense. Hats off to Danae. I'm not, I am, sometimes I'll insert my own uh, kudos. <laughs> I just want to state for the record. This, this is, is an actual Chris, one that Chris actual actually Chris wrote. wrote. 
Hats off to Danae for writing the wonderful Mr. Bickle Brahms house sin with all the impossible architecture. Those sins done rapid fire with tons of arrows always work well when they are built properly for narration and editing to let them shine. It's really weird. I have Chris's uh, Slack thread right in front of me, and that's not. I don't on see there, that part. So. <laughs> I don't see that part at all. No, wow. it was. It was definitely there. <laughs> that seems to be an hour to write. Shut up. <laughs> you know the Who thing is interesting with me, like because I think with the original How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the Who's are fine, but with the the Jim Carrey one, which I really don't like, and I like this one a little more than that, but I don't like either one of them. But they make the Who's like so irritating mm-hmm. that like you almost kind of side with the uh, Grinch. I super side with the Grinch. Yeah. There are some things that uh, Chris is mentioning here that I am like 100% on with. I I don't know that I think the movie is pretty terrible, but but because I feel like the Grinch was depicted as a normal dude that's just annoyed with the people of Mm -hmm. Whoville, and I can relate to that. And he does have a big heart, and I know that there's a sin kind of referencing this, Mm -hmm. um, uh, which is like, it's not a stretch. Like, Maybe what's wrong with this movie is it's not a stretch for us to be confused why the Grinch yeah. would mm-hmm. be a negative guy that struggles. Uh, he just seems to be like a normal guy. He's super sweet to Max. Um, I love the Max relationship. There's even a moment whenever he gets mad at Max for playing the drums and then Max goes away and pouts and then the Grinch comes up and immediately apologizes to him. It's like it's an immediate resolution. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you can tell he's got a heart. It's just a small one, apparently, compared to the other people who haunt well, him in the streets, West Side Story style. Like, it is no wonder. You know what I, I mean? Forgot, like, I don't know. I forgot about that orphanage. It's like, <laughs> what mean, a weird God thing. God damn it. It's like in this, this. Yeah. yeah. Like, in right this, behind him are all these people, like, having fun. <laughs> he's, like, stuck in this. I'd be pissed, too. It's such an out of place decision because Whoville is such the whole town is centered yeah. around all like inclusivity and and joy and all this stuff. And then you have this dark corner where there's just one forgotten person. I just find that impossible to believe. And yeah. so as far as the movie is concerned, I don't love it uh, for a lot of reasons. But I, I under for the simplistic storytelling for my child, for my kid, I don't mind her watching this movie because oh, no, no, no. it's fun. And my and, daughter likes it. Yeah, it's fun and silly. And I, I, I think the animation looks really clever, but it's mm-hmm. so, so cynical. It's hands down my favorite thing to have written on to date. I oh, loved cool. loved this script. I loved the process with Chris. I felt really proud of myself. I have 25 sins that I'm like, if I'm talking about them, here's the ones I hope we Mm -hmm. talk about the most because there's so much about it that um, I just had a really, really good time on this one. This is one where my my sin brain was was singing, so to speak. Yeah. Can I just say, uh, we've had this conversation before. I don't like, I don't mind remakes and reboots and stuff, but like this, I don't know this one more than any, more than a one in a while. It just. It felt so pointless. Like I, I just, yeah. I just don't know what they were doing with it, other than they were yeah. trying to. It covers the same ground as the Jim Carrey yeah. one. It's basically the same yeah. exact plot. Um, and it's, yeah. but but also like I think Illumination and I just don't connect. Like I just, yeah. I you know, there's a couple of their movies. Like the first Despicable Me, maybe the Lorax. I mean, those are okay. But considering the Lorax is actually pretty decent, like, and that's mm-hmm. you know, Doctor Seuss material. I, 
this kind of maybe that it, kind of this one didn't hit me either because of that. It seems like maybe it's like a well, we have this new technology. Let's redo it with this new technology. And I will say I didn't necessarily even enjoy um, Benedict Cumberbatch's vocal performance. Yeah. I really didn't feel like he sounded to me very Grinchy, and I don't know. I I, I had a hard time kind of getting in to that. There were other things I really liked, and and even sometimes in the comments. Like people pointing out things that I thought that were kind of fun that other mm-hmm. people thought were annoying. Like I, I liked the new Grinch song. I thought that was kind of fun with the kids singing in the background. Um, so uh, but I, I agree with you. It's not terrible. I just, it's just, I don't know. It's just kind of one of those movies I'm never going to really, I guess, get. <laughs> well, I, I think, I think it's terrible because uh, he never says pen wings. There are no, he uh, does not there say are pen no pen wings in the, in the movie. <laughs> God, that's um, still one of the best things, and he played. He was in a movie about. He was in the 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 uh, Madagascar. Yeah, the pe- the pen wings of Madagascar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, Danae, We'll try to we'll try to uh, mention some of your twenty five so that yeah, you don't have yeah, twenty five yeah. to list oh off. Oh my god! I um, really hope I'm not actually going to do that. I do have. I am prepared, but. <laughs> uh, I'll start. I guess. Um, eight a.m. until midnight. Who needs bread this many hours of the day? I had that one. Yeah, uh, that was good. I love that. Also, I love bread, but. Did you see the comments? So hilarious. Yeah. So people are like, I live in France. <laughs> yes, this, <laughs> this is, is my do. life. I, this is what I we love do. bread. How I'm with Aaron. You? I love bread too. We were talking about this. My wife was making fun of me for my love of bread the other day because I she 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 jokes that like the the main like the course whatever it is lasagna or whatever it is mm-hmm. is just there so I can have bread garlic yeah. bread yes yeah, yeah. that's oh, yeah. just mainly the that's just there like I'll eat that too so I don't feel like a complete fat ass but <laughs> but the what? loaf of bread I'm going to consume bread makes you fat. <laughs> Is Sorry, had to do a little Scott, Bil- Scott Pilgrim. Um, <laughs> hey, here you go, kid. Have a wreath. And then the sin is just socialism. <laughs> that made me giggle quite mm-hmm. a bit. Uh, and then the observation, so you'd see her in two months, not one, unless the round trip duration is baked in, which it doesn't sound like it is. And you're bad at math and I hope you die. Okay, you're right. That's okay, too far. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I did love that. That's great. Uh, just wondering why the founders of Whoville felt the need to hyphenate the name of their town is a great observation. Like, why? Uh, is she trying to meet Santa Claus or is she trying to avoid Freddy Krueger? Oh, oh, can it be both? Uh, I thought that was really fun. Uh, and there seemed to be a two additional windows and the roof is shaped differently. And that was clearly worth all the time I spent sinning uh, that whole house in. As mentioned before, was just wonderful. Thank you. Um, I see the Grinch went to the Red State School of Mask Wearing. <laughs> uh, made me uh, laugh quite a bit. Um, if one house doesn't have one, then Kirsten Dunst won't get mad. Uh, just Chris's observation. I assume it's Chris because that's oh, a yeah, story that from the, his 100% theater. Percent, Chris. Uh, yeah. It just I, I loved hearing that. Um, and then yes, Grupert, it's touching your tiny who weenie. <laughs> Nobody wants it now. <laughs> Such a great uh, observation. Uh, the the word who weenie is just so. Funny. You know what? It is the, only because oh. that is so hilarious. I I'm not as upset that that we didn't go with like hoo ha or something like that. You know, right? Yeah, kind that of just idea. made me think. Though I also don't enjoy my Grinch and uh, tidy whities That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Super weird. The uh, Super weird. the um, because you deserve everything you want and more. And the, the sin is she does not. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Those are it's great. So good. Uh, oh, here, let me take that for you. Uh, too soon, Grinch. Too soon. Uh, yeah, that, I had that, that is, one. That is a really fun one as well. What about you, Jonathan? 
Um, I liked how at the beginning we did the usual, like we did Comcast. And then I don't know if we've sent Illumination before. We probably have. But then but then after both of those, the bunny from Secret Life of Pets. <laughs> yes, oh, just no, kept it wasn't going. Illumination. It was Minions. Yeah. And we also sent Apple TV Plus in the music video. But uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's true. Um, calling the kid that was going to sell his boat a dumb motherfucker I thought was hilarious. Oh, my God. Especially the way I Jeremy read so that. I laughed so hard. <laughs> When I saw that one in the script, that was Chris's. And then I was showing, since we were watching The Grinch a lot over Christmas with my daughter, I mm-hmm. showed my husband the Sins video, obviously. And he, he like spit out some of his chocolate chip cookies and milk. Whatever. <laughs> it was right at, the, right at the top. He's like, you just called kids a dumb motherfucker. I was like, yeah, we did. <laughs> one like pointing out like the, the sadness that kid was going to have and not being able to sell his boat that day. Uh, but he should have known better. He should have known better. That's, you know, mm-hmm. or had a parent that told him. Um, yeah. call, uh, armchair cardiologist, I thought was yeah. great. Mm-hmm. I don't care if she's a kid. She doesn't get a pass. <laughs> Disrespecting books and education and birds. <laughs> <laughs> and then I also just, I just love, does he really need music to push him over the edge? I just thought that was really funny. But Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully, other than confusing. what Aaron pointed out, that was what I had. Yeah, I hopefully we pointed out some of them. Danae, what what else did you want to make sure you I mentioned? I still have eighteen. Okay, fair enough. I'm just kidding. I don't really have eighteen. Um, the translation for the bark, um, where the sin was kind of going into what we've done on TV sins a lot, which is like uh, when you translate the bark, it reads, "You better come and take a look at this cliche." However, the who's ignore the dog and they ignore the cliche. I've consulted the sins manual, and the mm-hmm. sin bark is countered by ignoring and. We're kind of going into this, and I, I told Chris, I was like, I, I, I'm trying to go somewhere with this where it's funny and silly, and he just said, well, why don't we just stop it right about here and then go, holy shit, how the dog into the house so fast? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, that's perfect, and yeah. so, uh, and but delivered so well by Jeremy. Uh, really enjoyed that. I cracked up super hard, and I think that's one of the reasons this is my favorite script to date. Is because when I was reading it, I was laughing so much, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, especially at Chris's. The um, it's weird. I didn't even question the dog being able to make coffee, but I have so many about the wild reindeer <laughs> being able to make it. <laughs> right, um, was a funny way to point that out. Uh, okay, the series of sins about um, Max pulling the sleigh, or the sleigh being autonomous, or why was the sleigh? Why are we working on a reindeer when you could just create a sleigh? Mm-hmm. All of those I, I super, super enjoyed. Um, but the go doggy, your master wants to see you struggle um, was one of my favorites to write just simply because it just seemed so absolutely useless that the Grinch would need Max at all. I really yeah. enjoyed writing the um, the poem for this uh, for this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one was a lot of fun. I actually wrote another um, one that I was thinking about putting in but decided we had such a long script i wasn't gonna i didn't even include it in what i submitted but it was and this little children shows uh the moral within believe evil people with wicked green grins they will guide you through bright streets and leave them pitch black they will steal all your joy and stuff them in sacks to be thrown from the tops of the mountains of dreams separated where no one will see your tears stream except for the grinch who sees quite a lot, though his heart is real small, his eyes are not. Nice. That was a horrible thing to include in a movie uh, <laughs> script, so 
Well, you called a kid dumb motherfucker. So. <laughs> okay, technically that wasn't me, but I definitely approved it. <laughs> um, Chris's sin about the Grinch got a wonderful, awful idea. And the sin is you mispronounced was. Mm-hmm. And it's a I was thinker. just like, I was like, it made mm-hmm. me think. Yeah. And then I was like, ooh, that hurts. Yeah. Yeah. That's a burn. That's a deep it burn. Was a, a deep burn. Yeah. Um, and I was really, really impressed. I don't know. Writing with Chris sometimes, um, like, genuinely makes me a better writer. And we've talked about that mm-hmm. before. He's got a really great way of pointing things out. Um, so yeah. I really enjoyed that. There's more, of course, but those are the ones I'll point out. Nice. Well, very well done. I have to mention one more. Okay. Because this one made me laugh so hard on Chris's script. <laughs> when the clock changes, he goes, oh, cool. Uvel goes by the Byzantine standard of changing the day when the clock strikes 7 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed so hard. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> lots lots of laughs uh, oh, shit. throughout okay, this one. I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Hey, podcast peeps, it's me again. Um, those are my dogs. Those are my. Uh, every time I try to talk. Wow. Is this how Aaron feels when we're. Okay, we're going to try this. I just wanted to tell you about the survey again, which is at cinemasense.com slash BTS. So go fill it out. Let's talk about it some more. Let's move on to keeping tabs. The internet is a communications tool used the world over where people can come together to bitch about movies and share pornography with one another. Ha ha! Oh, jeez. This is the most public yet of my many humiliations. We're each going to talk about uh, something from the sin writing process that we found interesting or funny or whatever uh, reason we have for stating it. Um, I really only wrote on The Mandalorian this week, and I didn't really have a lot from that. I guess I looked up some Arobesh. Uh, there was a sin about the language in Star Wars and, you know, why does it look different than English, but everybody, mm-hmm. you know, speaks English kind of thing. And of course, oh, the comments were very kind to point out. Um, you know, that it's, uh, you know, the basic tongue and that Arabesh is the written version. I, no, I understand. It's just funny uh, to me. Um, so I had that, but uh, but I didn't really have uh, much else. Yeah, um, I'm, in, I'm actually in the same boat because I just worked on Mandalorian. I looked up uh, what pirates are. Yeah. And um, mm-hmm. I would like to say that I know those aren't pirates. <laughs> <laughs> 
that was that was why we send it. And I, um, I also, you know, I looked up, uh, I googled uh, how does Mariah Carey keep her boobs and so circular. Yes, of course, and, uh, of course. You I had didn't to find. That. I found some weird pictures, but no, I, I didn't really Google that, by the way. Um, but yeah, no, I was kind of in the same boat. I I didn't look up too much because I did I remember just, uh, watching the Indiana Jones one took me back to several years ago when I got picked to be in the uh, Indiana Jones stunt spectacular at. Uh, oh, you Disney. got picked to do that? Yeah, so nice. that, that was fun. Um, My brother-in-law got to do that. Uh, I've never been picked. So yeah, I uh, I was uh, taking selfies during the production of course because <laughs> that's just who i, I am. mean that's you that's have you been to disneyland uh yes i have but it's been so a ha- while have do you but you've ridden that indiana jones ride uh i don't remember i don't that's remember one of the weirdest rides i've ever yeah. been on yeah. i don't i don't even know how to explain it it's just it's it's so bizarre today sounds like you're gonna have to save us with the uh, with keeping tabs although i do have one more thing i'm going to mention once today's done hers but uh but yeah go ahead what do you what do you got this week uh, so it, during the grand show, I was trying to write a sin about pudding because as he's reading the big Christmas book mm-hmm. to figure out if he's going how to become Santa and do research on Christmas, which is again ridiculously sinnable, he mentions something about like why does every holiday have a pudding? Um, and I was like, does every holiday have a right? pudding? And yeah, so there is something called Halloween pudding. I didn't realize, but there's Ooh. all kinds of pudding recipes, and I love pudding. So I do too. Um, what is Halloween pudding? So it's a chocolate pudding, but it has like sprinkles of brownie on it. So it looks like dirt. And then you can kind of like put things coming out of the dirt, like worms, you know, uh, like candy worms. Like gummy worms or something. Yeah, exactly. Um, somebody put like a little. It's one of my favorites. Uh, what? Dirt, the dirt dirt cake the idea. Dirt yeah, the dirt yeah, pudding. Yeah, it's like a dirt cake. Mm-hmm, yeah. So, um, but, so it's delicious looking and a fun it's way so to celebrate. Uh, there was also like little pudding cups where you can put like a butterscotch pudding and then mm. like crumbles of um, uh, chocolate and then more butterscotch on top with two little googly eyes mm-hmm. so that from the side if it's a clear cup it looks like it's a little creature that's just like eating mm. something so um i got lost in pudding world for quite a while <laughs> pudding world <laughs> it was about like 15 minutes had passed and i'm 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 super hungry i'm thinking about pudding and i'm like i gotta write a script what am i doing yeah um and then you went and ate <laughs> yeah one of the other a uh, couple other cool things that happened while writing the script was one the Grinch says something like for 53 years I've been such and such and so forth mm-hmm. and I was like why the mention of 53 years well it turns out that was the amount of time between the book release and the movie release hmm. and I thought that was kind of a neat, oh, neat. little thing that I wouldn't have known unless trivia. I was doing some research and then the final thing that I recognized and realized during this script while reviewing our uh edit before releasing it to you guys was I did not realize that the nerd outtake, which is one of my favorite sins, because it just took me off guard. Like when I was reading it in the script and I read nerd, I was like, oh, that's funny, you know. But then when I was watching it, the delivery of the word nerd slayed me. And I was like, man, Jeremy did such a good job. (laughs) (laughs) So... Um, super behind the scenes thing. We did the script a long time ago because it had to go through a lot of work to make sure we uh-huh. could release it for you guys. And since then, it's been used again. And I realized that it's obviously not Jeremy, that it is Homer, <laughs> um, which made much more sense. But yeah. that was my first time in the moment realizing yeah. that it's a recurring joke thing. I did not know that. And I genuinely thought that 
Jeremy delivered the nerd. That's so funny. We also occasionally <laughs> use the uh, Revenge of the Nerds uh, ogre, but that's more of a chant. That's more of a nerds, yeah. nerds, right, nerds, right, nerds. right, right. Yeah, that that uh, is that is tied for the most popular uh, Simpsons outtake with uh, "I regret nothing." Yeah, those, those are probably <laughs> yeah. the two we we use the most. But that's that's really funny. Okay, so I did have one other thing uh, before we head on to the the next segment because there is a scene in the Grinch video, and I didn't work on the Grinch video, but this is a uh, uh, me keeping tabs about something I didn't work on. Uh, there is mention of the never having thought of the Grinch's genitalia before yes. uh, in that video. Uh-huh. Uh, which immediately reminded that uh, what somebody did you do somebody has thought of the Grinch's genitalia before. Funny what? or Die did a hilarious article oh, no. that just happened to pop up. I've got I put the link in our private chat, uh, and and oh, now no. listen, I'm not telling you you have to click on this. I'm sitting, but not. if if you want to, <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> if you want to, uh, Funny or Die did a, a thing where they had already, all of all of their I writers had to deal with the tidy whities I'm not, I'm not <laughs> looking at what's beyond that. They had all of their writers uh, draw what they think uh, the Grinch's genitalia looks like. And it is the whole point of the article. And that just that sin made me think of that. And so I had to give you at least the opportunity to know. Danae, it looks like you have clicked on the link. I'm going to super go click on it because I wrote that sin. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, And I'm like, he's wearing clothes that look just like his body. How is this yeah, interesting Yeah, that's kind of like all? that uh, Rebel Wilson scene in Cats where she right. unzips her. I she just, has other clothes on. I just want to okay. say, I just want to say the third one makes me laugh the hardest. Uh, the for whatever hardest? Reason, <laughs> for whatever reason. Um, oh my God. This is really uncomfortable. Oh no. Yeah, hence why I'm not clicking on it. Wow. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> God, that one made my vagina cringe. Uh-huh. All right, I think I think I know exactly the one you're talking about. Uh, but I really, I really like the one from Nate D, um, where you know how it's like the the heart is three sizes too small. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the same image, but it's moved down over the crotch, and it's three <laughs> t- sizes too small. And the and the picture is just of the little sad emoji. I think that one's like, the most appropriate. I like that, Aaron. When you said my vagina cringe Aaron's like yeah I know the vagina cringe in one I know what you're <laughs> no about. I absolutely do and if you were looking you would know too <laughs> like let's uh, you just, guys it, let's it's say, you know what I will it's never a, look it's a hooked it's a hooked let's just say there's a hook with a with a hooked. very sharp talon uh at the end so I'm hoping that that's not a talon I'm hoping that that was more like hair or something which is still really uncomfortable you're welcome happy new year <sighs> yes. I clicked on it all you right. are welcome uh, all right, let's move on to the comment section. I want to know what you're thinking. I appreciate your honesty. You're a real straight shooter. You are the ones who are the ball lickers. We're going to take a look at some comments from the videos or from Discord or Twitter or wherever else you are speaking about the things that we are doing. Um, Jonathan, why don't you kick us off? What'd you find? Mine is from the Grinch and um, could be Yan TV. It could also be Yawn TV. Okay. I don't know. Uh, Y-A-N. Um, and they just said the orphanage should be named whose kid. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> it was so good. I, I had that one as one of my ones that I could possibly talk about. So whose I, that kid? was dying. That was so dying. Wrong and so the whose funny. kid orphanage is so great. <sighs> I, it's like they should be ashamed they didn't do that. Yeah. Did you see the other one by Trey Best who Maybe. said Whoville isn't utopian; it's Hootopian. Yeah. 
I'll leave now. And that one's good yes. too. But the but the who's the who's kid one is so good. It's like <laughs> so one of those. It's one of those comments where you're like, do you have contact information? Because <laughs> 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 like, that's really funny. So yeah, yeah, that's good stuff. Uh, Danae, what did you have? Um, I liked several, so I'm breaking the rules today. I'll go first then, just just in case, because I only have one, and it's it, you know it it is what it is. But okay. I I forget what video this is from. Um, so I apologize for that, but it's, uh, Shisha's blog, 194, uh, says the quote is no one remembers phone numbers anymore. And then my mind, eight, six, seven, five, three, oh, nine. That is, uh, that's from the believer. Yeah. Yeah. I think that yeah. that's what is a, so yeah. anyway, that made me laugh. What, what do you have today? Uh, from the Grinch, all from the Grinch. Um, the wet welder says, who needs bread this many hours a day? I do cinnamons. The bread man needs bread. I need my bread. <laughs> There's so many bread comments. Yeah, Silk she Wolf said, how many plates does one isolated hateful Grinch need? Allow me to show you around my kitchen. That was also hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one that I wanted to point out, the highlight was from, uh, you done messed up, D.D. Ron. Um, <laughs> Mariella Q says, huge mistake. Two-headed scrubbers are great. They bend toward each other, and you put the silverware between them. Okay, I super forgot that that's actually a thing. It is actually a thing. Um, I was so infuriated by that double-headed brush, though, that I'm still glad I got to like channel my rage into the dish thing. Sure, yeah. I, I still feel feel as though there are many inventions of Dr. Seuss that need to just not be. Um, the double-headed brush that the that, that is, is shown to us does not appear to be flexible in any capacity. So I may still argue that I could still send it, but I think I should have done some double-headed brush research before um, <laughs> As using one does. that one. So As one does. Nicely pointed out, Mariella. <laughs> uh, all right, let's move on to Beyond the Sins. To infinity and beyond. Somewhere beyond my wildest dream. To boldly go where no man has gone before. We're going to chat about something else from the world of pop culture that we have seen recently. Uh, I'll go first. Um, I've been watching a lot of movies because it is awards season, and uh, I wanted to talk about one. Um, I'm now, now I'm I've watched so many movies, and I do so many podcasts. Like I don't even know if I've talked about this before. It's quite possible I've talked about this on this podcast. Uh, Jonathan will let me know. Um, have I talked about Promising Young Woman on this podcast? No. 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 Okay. So this I was not expecting this movie to um knock me over the way it did uh this is there's something really fresh and interesting about this movie just for context it is uh a movie about um toxicity male toxicity mm-hmm. about um you know um anything i'm going to say is going to make it sound a little more intense than than maybe it is although this movie is very intense but you know there's uh like assault sexual assault stuff that kind of stuff like those are the the major themes about what it's dealing with but it's done in this almost satirical interesting way um i've just i've never seen anything like it and i really dug it i i really dug the the um kind of the tone i re- it, like this it and it does this really interesting thing with the plot and I'm speaking around a lot of spoilers because obviously I don't want to give anything away. In fact, it's kind of one of those movies where I'm like, you know, just see it. Just, you know, go see it. Do your trigger research, I guess, first uh, would be something to say. But um, but it's definitely one that, that I, is is very interesting. I've seen the trailer a few times because it was, it was showing a lot because it was supposed to come out quite a while ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when theaters were, you know, when theaters were still pre-corona theaters. 
Mm-hmm. Pre-corona. Uh, when I was still going to the theater, uh, I saw this trailer quite a few times, and uh, it definitely looked like a it was a satirical, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, serious, but also you know, had a dark humor to it, I guess, or I don't know if it's dark humor, but it, it is. No, it, yeah. parts okay. of it, parts of it remind me of like, it's Carrie he- Mulligan, right? Heathers, you know, like yeah. there's, there's parts of it that feel like that. There's, there's parts of That's it. That's cool. That, I, I don't know. It's, it's so hard to explain because it's so its own thing. And in, in a world where a lot of people in a world where a <laughs> I lot of- just did that, I almost, almost did that. <laughs> I know, I know what you're saying though, because Heather's is a great example of something like that. Cause I just rewatched that recently. Heather's is so fucking dark. Yeah. And this is too, but it's, but it's also really funny mm-hmm. and it's, and it's this really, um, it's, uh, it's it's really on point and it's very well you know it's well written and all that kind of stuff so yeah that's good that's a good i that's that makes me excited if nothing else if nothing else it is the exact kind of movie this time of year where i just want yeah. everybody to see it so i can have conversations about it yeah. like that's that to me is a sign of something interesting happening where i just want to talk to people about this movie but nobody else has seen it and and so um so yeah anyways promising young woman it it's is. carrie mulligan bo burnham by the way is in yeah. this movie and plays a really interesting character um, in in one Adam, of Adam Adam Brody's in it, I think, right? Correct. Uh, Max Greenfield, who you know from uh, New Girl, um, Schmidt on New Girl, uh, Allison Brie, um, who you know from all the things. The guy who plays McLovin, Christopher Mintz yep. Plass, is yeah. that yeah? yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I this this movie it struck me in a really interesting way, and I can't wait to talk to to people about it, um, yeah. especially about where it goes, what the plot does, all that kind of interesting stuff. Cause man, they make choices. They make choices in this movie and man, I respect it. It so. is, it is available. It did come out in theaters. Uh, I think that's the Correct. only place it's available right now. I, but, yeah. Uh, I don't think it's VOD yet. So I just, I got a screener not. and so that's how I watched it. But, but yeah, there you go. Promising young woman. Um, a, a, an int- it's a recommend for sure, but one with caveats, you know? So cool. yeah. can I go next? Cause sure. mine's very similar. Sure. Yeah, go ahead. Mine's a very similar theme movie. Uh, it's the new Pixar movie soul. <laughs> yes, this is very, those two movies are basically <laughs> identical. <laughs> have you, I, I know you've seen it, Aaron. Have you seen it today? Have you watched it yet on Disney plus? No, I, I haven't watched it yet, but I've been seeing so much positivity that I yeah. will watch it soon. I, it's interesting. Like it, um, I'd be really curious to see what you thought because it's definitely a movie that gave me the feels and I don't think a Pixar movie has done that for me since like maybe Coco. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. I think it's the best Pixar movie I've seen since, um, since inside out. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, I know there's some, you know, like cars it's the same guy. It's, it's both Pete doctor. He, oh, that's he, right. He yeah. It's both Pete doctor. Yeah. Well, he did monsters Inc too, which is also and, uh, one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so I need to give up another chance because I clearly like Pete Doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, it, you know, I don't know how much I want to talk about it because I actually didn't know that much going in, and I and there's like a bit of a twist early on that I kind of enjoyed not knowing. So sure. it, I, I want to keep that you know friendly if you haven't if you haven't seen a trailer or anything yet. Um, but uh, but no, I really really like this. It's about a. It's about a young music. Well, I don't. I don't know how old he's supposed to be, but he's a musician and he's a music teacher, and he uh, may or may not be getting uh, a big break. Mm-hmm. Um, and then things happen, like they do in these and these kind of movies. And um, the voice work in this movie, uh, it's Jamie Fox and uh, Tina Fey, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, they both do excellent work. 
uh, with their characters. And um, I did, I don't know if this is a complaint or not. My daughter couldn't really get into it. And I, and I will say this felt very adult to me. Yeah. Um, not that it's like dark or anything, but it's just the subject matter. I just, I well, don't know so how philosophical, you know, it it's, is. it's so it deep. Is. Yeah, it is. It's very deep. It's very philosophical. And it's just, and it's about, it's about aging and, you know, uh, maybe not, not, not being where you want to be in life, um, which are very adult concepts. So I thought that was interesting. Um, cause I mean, you know, Pixar's always been like, they're good, you know, adults get a lot out of them and kids get a lot out of them, but I felt this one really felt almost 100% adult. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Which my, for me, it's fine. I, but I don't know if a lot of kids are going to love it. I just, I don't know. Obviously, my kids are older. They dug it. Yeah. They, they, they yeah. got it. Yeah, yeah, I, that I, makes I, sense. I, I told Danae earlier, I said, I'm really interested to see Iris's reaction if you guys watch it with her. And yeah, like for to sure. know how she reacts to this movie on a, a child level. Uh, because I'm with you, Jonathan. I, this this feels very adult to me. Yeah. Um, and, in all the right ways. So, yeah. And, and Mackenzie, I mean, she didn't, um, she didn't dislike it or anything. She just, I could just tell she just didn't really get much out of it. Like she just, mm-hmm. you know, she, she, she was going to her phone a lot more than she normally does and stuff like that. But, uh, but I, I just, I loved it. I have honestly have not been able to stop thinking about it. Um, mm-hmm. there's still some movies that I want to see, but I think this is my number one right now for 2020. Nice. Um, Yeah. Yeah, and and I'm not the Pixar whore that Aaron is. I'm so glad you're saying all the things that people would expect (laughs) me to say. No, 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 no. no. It's it it is it does. It means a lot more coming from from you than from me. And I I say that understanding my my own bias. I I told somebody the other day, Mm -hmm. um, it may have even been you guys, but I I can't see straight on a Pixar movie for a year. And I know that. I know it takes at least a year for me to to really see straight on it, just because I I just love what they do. They're so right up my alley. Um, But currently. Uh, knowing that, even knowing that, yeah, I think this is this is a transcendent masterpiece. I love this movie. I, I, I yeah, think it's incredible. I, I think especially of their like of this past decade's output, I think this is up there with like Inside Out. I mm-hmm. mean, in my me opinion, yeah, um, I have it. I have it in my uh, my top five Pixar, which is saying something for me. So and yeah. I got I was because I felt broken after Onward because you guys were saying such nice things about how <laughs> Onward got you, and I just do not like that movie yeah. and uh this one got me though like it did it was like it was kind of a slow thing too where i was just watching like this is cool and then i just i never cried but i started getting like you know just caught up in it like and, ninja emotions where yeah. it just sneaks up on you yeah, before yeah, you I realize just, that just, you're feeling something i just kept getting caught up more in it and then when it ended i was and just it's like too late. i was like no like what <laughs> and it's a perfect ending by the way it's a, it's a i love the ending but yeah, me too but uh, but it's kind of one of those things where I'm just like, wait, what? And yeah. it, it was confusing, too, because it's I mean, it is as long as Disney Plus says, but it's quite a bit like it ends. I don't I don't know. It ends yeah. quicker than I thought it would. Let's put it that way. But anyways, loved it. Yep. Me too. Today, what do you got? Uh, we had kind of mentioned it's probably going to be in the outtakes. We're talking about um, parenting. I oh, know we talked about it at the beginning of the show. Right. But how are parents? But anyways, I was mentioning that I I tried to learn about parenting without yelling. And so I thought that today I would actually just give a shout out to the website that I go to for Mm -hmm. um, resources. And it's called Positive Parenting Solutions dot com. And um, Amy McCready is the person that's like the teacher. And she talks about her own story. She uh, 
was raised by yelling parents. She yelled a whole lot um, to raise her kids because it worked. It got their attention. Um, but then she didn't have anywhere to go after yelling. Like if you go all the way to 10, yeah. you don't get to go to 11. And so she began to um, uh, educate herself and she learned about these other techniques. And now she teaches this course um, and she has a free course. You just click on the, when you go to the website, there's like a little button at the top that says free online course. I have taken that three times now. So I just continue to try to educate myself. Um, and then you can like purchase all of her archives for learning all these other tips and tricks and techniques, which I actually intend to do because I kind of dig her style, especially after taking the free class multiple times. Um, so anyhow, she has a blog with a whole bunch of free ideas and uh, resources and things like that. And again, it's called Positive Parenting Solutions. I know not everybody listening is a parent, but uh, it helped me a lot as a new mom just to be aware of some things. And I'm trying to create good habits at the start, but she does talk about how it doesn't matter how old your kids are. um, Her free course can help anyone who has a two and a half year old all the way up to, I think she says like 16 or 17, there's things inside that free education that you can use, like tools you can use to help uh, communicate with your child and get on the same page. So, um, and she specifically says that because she is, was the parent who started to learn about not yelling when her children were older. They weren't little. Um, So I kind of feel, I'm glad that I have it while Iris is young because I still have a lot to learn about. You know, I know I'm going to pass stuff on to her unintentionally. Um, That And this is just one of those where I know it's a weakness of mine because I was around a yelling parent. And so I need to be more aware of that, that that's not something I want to do. Um, so that's my goal going in, but it has some really interesting tips, especially the free class about like, for example, having the child repeat the, uh, repeat back what the consequence will be. Mm -hmm. And she also talks about the difference between punishment and consequences and that consequences are like an educational thing. You're trying to teach the child about consequences. Um, you're not trying to punish them because punish will make them potentially become more sneaky about things later on rather than talking to you about their struggles. And so, which is exactly what happened to me. I got really sneaky. Um, And so I'm like, okay, this is really important stuff to think about. Not that I'm going to save and solve every problem that could ever happen. That's not my goal. My goal is just to try to be a more present and aware parent. So that is one of the resources that I go to. And I just thought I'd talk about it since it came up earlier. Again, it's called PositiveParentingSolutions.com. Amy McCready is the founder and president. That sounds awesome. Very nice. Very nice. I I could have learned a lot early on that I learned later on that that uh, would have helped. But you're right. It's, it's never too late to... Uh, continue not just no. to learn how to be a better parent but just to continue to learn how to be a better human you know like that's that's the thing how we can treat each other better and yeah mm-hmm. i dig it very very nice well that's gonna wrap it up for behind the scenes this week don't forget to make sure you're subscribed and go ahead and leave a comment or rating as well if you've got something you want to send us in the mail that's right we snail mail p.o box 881 republic missouri 65738 is our address you can hang out with us on twitter i'm at aaron dicer she is at Denise says D-E-N-E-E-S-A-Y-S. And he is at Sam Loomis 13. So for Jonathan Watkins, Danae Hughes, yards of heavily reinforced rebar, and myself, (laughs) we will see you next week. (laughs) Happy New Year. Thanks for listening 
Send any feedback to BTS at CinemaSins.com. And be sure to subscribe, rate, and comment. Find more ways to connect by visiting CinemaSins.com slash BTS. I haven't got an update today. He goes up and down a lot. so um, Which makes sense because he's an yeah. elevator operator. <laughs> I don't I don't. <laughs> I don't know why, guys. It's just how my brain works, and sometimes <laughs> it just. COVID jokes. <laughs> <it> just... <laughs> we'll just have a segment every week. <laughs> COVID jokes. COVID jokes. My favorite one, Jonathan, is the third one, and it's basically, <laughs> it's the Grinch's torso, and where mm-hmm. the penis would be, it's basically the Grinch just hanging upside down, like he is, <laughs> he is his own genitalia. <laughs> That's amazing. It's so funny. <laughs> Here we go. Oh my god, I think it's working. Oh my god. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did have a chihuahua earlier. That's gone. So I don't have to worry about that. <laughs> yeah. Well, cuz my brother go? The earbuds just aren't great for your ears. Do you put anything in your ears, Aaron? It's kind of a personal question, but uh <laughs> <laughs> This will be releasing in the new year, yeah? Nope, nope, yeah, nope. Yeah, this is nope. no, it'll no. Be, this it'll is be our the, last the night of. This is our last 2020. Correct podcast. Fuck you, 2020. Hello, <laughs> 2021. It's interesting to see kids' different personalities. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, three of my boys were like, "Okay, what's the budget?" And then they got like the <laughs> you know the biggest gift they could think of for that budget. Mm-hmm. And then one of my boys was just like, here's the list of everything I want. <laughs> and so it's like we have, you know, nine gifts under the tree, like one yeah. one for each of three of the boys and then six <laughs> gifts for him. <laughs> it's like, okay. yeah, so that's how it works. He wanted like he wanted like a new set of juggling balls, uh, stainless steel chopsticks, a uh, pocket watch. God, that, uh, that's He's you. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know like the slap bracelets mm-hmm. so that they sl- they snap on mm-hmm. and then you can like open them back up for play? You and got I took- this for Iris. I got that for Iris. I was very confused for a second. <laughs> for I myself, thought- guys. Yeah. Well, I was for like, Did- is this something Justin got you? Because I don't want to know anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no. How many times do you think he said, hold on a second? <laughs> you know what? I, I thought you he- hold on a second. <laughs> How many times? How many times? I think we should put it in the show. Just in a row, all the hold on a seconds in a row. I'm not. I'm yeah. not recording. Oh, oh no. but I am. <laughs> all right, hold on a second. Hold on. All right, hold on. Hold on a second. All right, hold on. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Let me get <laughs> back up. Man, <laughs> if you knew what my life was like the last few days, you'd leave me alone. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. 